Hello, this is Linda with English Puzzle, and today I'm here to talk to you about verbs and types of verbs. Um, a very important part of our language and any language is obviously a verb, which uh, helps you to understand what is going on as you are speaking or reading. Before you begin the verb tense lessons, it's important to understand that not all English verbs are the same, of course. English verbs are divided into three groups normal verbs, non-continuous and mixed verbs. So group one, normal verbs, these are usually physical actions which you can see somebody doing. These verbs can be used in all tenses. So an example or some examples of normal verbs, to run, to walk, to eat, to fly, to go, to say, to touch, etc. So examples using them, I eat dinner every day. I am eating dinner now. That's a continuous form. Group two, the non-continuous verbs. These are smaller, a smaller group. They're usually things you cannot see somebody doing. They're rarely used in continuous tenses, but they include abstract verbs, such as to be, to want, to cost, to seem, to need, to care, to contain, to owe, to exist. Those are examples of abstract verbs. Then we come to possession verbs. And these ones are where you own or you belong to something. Emotion verbs, obviously feelings, to like, to love, to hate, to dislike, to fear, to envy, to mind. So some examples of these. He is needing help now is not correct. But the correct version of that is he needs help now. Another example which is not correct is he is wanting a drink now. That is very not good to say. But you can happily say, he wants a drink now. That's correct. Then we go into the third group, which is mixed verbs. This is the smallest group, and these verbs have more than one meaning. In a way, each meaning is a unique verb. Some meanings behave like non-continuous verbs, while other meanings behave like normal verbs. So examples of these mixed verbs are to appear, to feel, to have, to hear, to look, to see, to weigh. So some examples of these are to appear. Donna appears confused. It's non-continuous. So she seems confused. She seems confused. She appears confused. You could say either, either appears or seems. My favourite singer is appearing at the jazz club tonight. This is a normal verb. My favourite singer is giving a performance at the jazz club tonight. That's another way of speaking it. Um, she is appearing at the jazz club or she's giving a, a performance. So using to have I have a dollar now, non-continuous. 
I have it. I possess it. I've got it now. I am having fun now is a normal verb and it means that it's continuous. I'm experiencing fun now. Let's think about to hear. She hears the music. It's non-continuous. She hears it. It's going on. She hears the music with her ears. Ah, but you could say she is hearing voices. She is hearing. It's continuous. She hears something others cannot hear. She is hearing voices in her mind. You could also think about the word or the verb to look. Nancy looks tired. Non-continuous. She seems tired. Nancy is looking at the picture. This is continuous. She's looking at the picture with her eyes. She's looking at it. I hope this is getting a little bit clearer. Not sure, but let's hope so. What about to miss? John misses Sally. So it's non-continuous. He misses her. It's a state of being. He is sad because she is not there. But you could say Debbie is missing her favourite TV programme. So this is a normal verb and it's continuous. She is missing it. She continues to miss it. I see her. I see her with my eyes. I am seeing the doctor. I'm seeing him, visiting him, consulting with him. So it's continuous. I am seeing her. I'm having a relationship with her. I'm seeing her. I'm going out with her. We go out. He is seeing ghosts at night. This is again a normal verb. He is seeing ghosts at night. He sees something others cannot see. So then we can look at the word um, smell and the verb to smell. The coffee smells good. Non-continuous. It smells good. Has a good smell. It always smells good. But I'm smelling the flowers or I'm smelling the coffee. It's now changed a little bit and it's something that you're doing at the moment. I'm smelling the flowers. To taste. The coffee tastes good. It tastes good. So it's a non-continuous verb. But I'm tasting the cake and it's carrying on. I'm tasting it. I'm tasting it because there's quite a lot of it and I'm going to taste quite a lot of it. OK, so let's just call, continue on a little bit more. And we'll talk about um, some verbs that can be quite confusing. There's quite a lot of things that can be confusing in English, which is why this is the English Puzzle podcast. So we've got the verb to be. Joe is American. Joe is an American citizen. Joe is being very American. He's behaving like an American citizen. He's being very be um, American. Joe is being very rude. This is a normal verb. He's behaving rudely. Usually he's not rude, but now he's behaving rudely. He is being very formal. Joe is behaving very formally. So only rarely to be is used in a continuous form. This is most commonly done when a person is temporarily behaving differently or badly or stereotypically. It can also be used when someone's behaviour is different. As I said, it can be when somebody is not normally like this, but they are at the moment. So we can use also to feel. The massage feels great. It's a non-continuous verb. It's got a nice feeling about it. 
but I don't feel very well today. So this can be sometimes used as a non-continuous verb. I am a little bit sick today. I'm not feeling well today. Okay, so this can be used as a normal verb. I'm a little bit sick. I'm not feeling well. Um, the second meaning of feel is quite flexible as there's no real normal, there's no real difference in the meaning. I don't feel well today and I'm not feeling well today. So we can say either or, it's okay. Um, I think I would like to continue in my next podcast about looking at verbs in the different tenses uh, without being too confusing, that is. So I do want to try and clarify things a little better. And I'm also going to be talking to you about the history of English, which I think is fascinating. So I look forward to speaking to you again. I hope you've understood some of what I've said, if not all of it. And we're certainly going to be discussing a little bit more in more detail at the next visit. Thank you.